Hello, everyone. Welcome to the Reader Copy Podcast. This is the comic podcast about comic books for Wednesday. It is August already, August 2nd. My name is Chris. I'm joined by my younger brother, Daniel. Yes, welcome, everyone, to the podcast. Thanks for joining us. Hope you guys are doing great. How are you doing, brother? How was your week? Oh, man. Um, did you get a lot done? Y- yes. Oh. But did I want to do it? No. What does that mean? <laughs> I, uh, <laughs> this is kind of embarrassing. Because uh-huh. uh, the other night, I fell asleep and I had a- uh, As you do. Half-filled uh, cup of coffee on my nightstand. Okay. I can, I can, it sounds like <laughs> trouble. And then I, uh, I don't know what happened, but I, I guess I like turned uh-huh. and knocked over the nightstand. But wait, the whole nightstand? Like, I think it, I tilted it. Right. And so everything on it fell off. Mm. So I had like uh, my phone on there and keys and then the coffee. And then I think I had like another thing on there. So you're telling me we lost our security deposit. I'm saying um, it spilled, right? And I had a, and this is the middle of the night, right? So I have to like wake up and frantically clean this. Yeah. Oh, wow. You're the handicap. Yeah. I'm already half like, I don't know what's going on. What did I just do? Yeah. It's almost like an obstacle course. You're like on a Nickelodeon yeah. kids game show right now. Right. <laughs> clean up all the slime. This is the worst part. What? It spilled on a box of comic books. No, really? <laughs> How, how, what did it damage? Is there is there damage okay, on any of the comics? So there's oh, no. no actual comic book damage. Okay. Because I'm a good comic book collector. I bag and board them right away. Okay. That's good. So the bags are, I had to like, I had to like take one individually <laughs> and like wipe it down and then go to the next one, wipe it down. Did you open them up though? Like, no, no. But I'm wiping the plastic. Okay. The bags, the wrapped it. You're right? sure it didn't seep through? No. I use the tight seal ones too, like. All right. I don't just put a piece of tape. It's like the ones that has its own adhesive. Okay. Okay. All right. I'm a good collector. Yeah. I'm just saying you never, maybe it would be good to open it up and confirm each individual one, but teach his uh, own. Okay. It's a short box amount. So the it's whole box? Like, yeah. like the, the coffee spilled over like, like almost the whole It splashed across it. And so I, I didn't even realize that until I was like halfway done, like cleaning the floor. And then I was like kind of wiping the table and I was like, oh, it got on these. Oh no. And then, uh, so I had to like take them out and and then uh, wipe them down. Um, I will say this, like the bags are probably ruined. Like, okay. They're all sticky now. Sticky. So I have to I have a short box of comics that I need to rebag and reboard. Okay. So that's when you do, you do your uh, final ex- inspection. Like this is. Uh, yeah. Well, I'm going to grade them. Right. <laughs> Very good. Um, My minor coffee stain. <laughs> well, also, I had like a, a unused boards in there, so those are just like left. it was next to it. Yeah, it was probably more than half still. Like it was probably like two thirds of the boards still. Dang. So, so like sixty boards in there. We're running out of paper as a world, and, and the coffee got on that. Right, dang. and those are white, right? So you could totally see the coffee. Yeah. So I had to recycle those. I'm not using those on my comics. They're uh, vintage uh, boards for your comics. You know when people like spill coffee on art and then try to paint with it. Mm-hmm. Not on comics. No, you can't do that. Make no. your own comic using that as your <laughs> your paper. A lot of my things have coffee stains, <laughs> not my comics. I mean, how about the car- carpet? I mean, that, that's more... Who pretty- cares? <laughs> Who cares about the carpet? You got all my comic books. <laughs> well, it did sound like the... Uh, you know, don't cry over spilt milk. Maybe coffee though. Yeah. 
I, there's nothing like I cleaned up the floor and I did everything. All this with my eyes closed because I was still asleep. Eyes closed? Wow. Yeah. You got a secret talent out here? Some of that stuff too, like that fell over. If it wasn't like liquid or what, I didn't even clean it up right away. Oh, are you serious? You're just like, yeah. Like, it, like I, not, I forgot what it was, but like some boxes and stuff. I was like, those are fine till tomorrow. That's a, that's a, an awake Chris problem. <laughs> yeah. Is what you're telling me? Yeah. It wasn't even just awake Chris. It was awake Chris two days from now. <laughs> Not yet, as of recording yeah. this. Jeez. So um, that happened. Luckily, you know, everyone out there, bag and board your comics. Yeah. You have a prepared comic book collector is a correct comic book collector. You got it. Yeah. Oh, wow. So luckily, I, I need to get another short box, though. There's that, too. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Because the box got all messed up. Like, it got all coffee spilled into it. Are they still in that box right now? No. So are they just, like, free balling? They're out in a out in a out, For, not for in about a, box? a day, they're just all over my floor. Uh-huh. Oh. And then I, I stacked them up and put it on a shelf, but they're stacked horizontally, you know, like laying on top of each yeah, other. Yeah, which they say you're not supposed it's to do. It's not good for a long time. Yeah. And there's a lot, so it's, I'm sure they're compressing, you know, getting compressed. Yeah. But um, I got nowhere to put them yet. Okay. We got we to go to a comic book shop then, you know, yeah. re-up on our supplies. Yeah. Coffee list bags for your, for your boards, for your books. Right. See, also finish your coffee, guys. There's that. What are you also doing? The first mistake you did was drinking coffee. It was 11 p.m. at night. Is that what you did? It was. It was more like nine. But um, I can drink coffee whenever, any time of day. Obviously not. <laughs> Just I fell asleep. Imagine like I could see you drinking coffee while reading a comic book and it spills like it's no. got in your hand. No, I, that's too risky. Too risque. Yeah. Um. Yeah. It was a lot of um comics I haven't read yet either. Oh, so it's like brand new ones, like new ones. Well, no, I'm pretty far behind because there's so many but i mean like but you, like, you haven't yeah. read them literally yeah i don't want to um uh i wasn't intent like i wasn't going to open them up again oh really oh yeah. it was a is for uh, you're a collector collector yeah i was like oh i like this i'm gonna bag it and never touch it and then read it digitally yeah you're that guy <laughs> because i have i you know like when you have when you paid for it physically it's okay to read it digitally yeah yeah you have the experience i mean yeah if i bought the video game it's okay for me to download the rom of that game emulator it yeah <laughs> yeah. yeah it's it's by by legals, right? I paid for the game. I'm playing the game. It's the same exact experience. Yeah. <laughs> so the only thing what's fair is you have to spill coffee on your iPad now to, no. to make it legit. That's, I would that's rather rules. spill it on the iPad because iPad is like, I think it's like waterproof. Yeah, I guess that's true. Yeah. Let's yeah. test that out. On yours. Dunk it in some coffee. <laughs> have you ever like accidentally messed up a comic book or anything like that? Messed up a comic book. That um really that I, wanted? That I really cared about? No. Um, not messed up, but like had a tense moment. <laughs> like your heart is beating like pretty bad because I think it was at a comic book convention literally like I got it signed by someone I just got it signed by somebody and, and you ripped it no it was the the tape that is on the bat on the it got stuck on, on the, the bag yeah. it touched the cover so like the prime piece of the comic book that you, everyone's like, gonna see yeah the money maker and <laughs> it's it was that like um i could feel my heartbeat right now it's there's, gonna pull the there's ink a, up there's a roaring crowd walking past me i'm just in the corner of this comic book convention just <laughs> you're diffusing a bomb right now right. <laughs> everyone stop moving it was that i i i'm also a pro comic book collector 
after I was yeah. able to to slowly rip. No, no, even uh, inkling of that ever happening. So Ooh, okay. I've got gentle hands. <laughs> I had a friend that borrowed a comic from another friend. Okay, and while he while he had it, he left it in the trunk. Did, was it like a nice comic book? Yeah. Oh wow. <laughs> Uh, and I felt bad. The friend just didn't care. He cared. He doesn't want to mess up. He just forgot that it was there. Oh, I see. And he had it for a while, and you know, and they started putting stuff in his trunk. And by the time he realized it was there and he was going to return it, it was all messed up. Oh, really? It was like yeah. tore up. Yeah, I think it was Civil War when it first came out. Oh, really? Oh, wow. That's that's a blow. Yeah, which I mean, you could buy a new one, but like he just felt bad because it wasn't his. He messed up his friends. That's true. Like sentimental value, whatever. Yeah, it's your friends. Yeah, jeez. He would not be my friend anymore. <laughs> It was mine. Yeah, drop that, friend. Uh, well, I hope you guys are um, keeping your <laughs> comics bagged and board. Yeah. Uh, why don't you explain how the show works? Here at Reader Copy Podcast, we split three bits. First up, we'll run down the comic book news. In the middle, we'll talk about a comic book. And today, we're talking about Bad Planet. At the end, we'll talk about a side stories where we take some time to talk about been watching, reading, any entertainment we've enjoyed this week. All right, let's get started with the news. <laughs> My favorite Disney Plus show. Can I say that? Disney Plus show? I wouldn't say that. I think I am going to say it. Wow. My favorite Disney Plus show just dropped the trailer for the second season. (laughs) DuckTales. I'm just kidding. (laughs) Loki season two had their trailer drop earlier this week. And uh, I loved the first season. Loved it. Loved it. I loved it. It's my favorite, for sure, my favorite MCU show and maybe my favorite MCU property. What? No way. I really like it. Okay. That's a lot. That's saying a lot. I mean, of course I like, you know. Other things more? (laughs) No, I I love like, you know, whatever. Civil War and Infinity War. But the thing, Loki, the show feels so its own thing. Mm, A bit more riskier. Unique. So uh, it was one of the shows, one of, maybe the only show where I was like on the edge of my seat the whole time. Really? Yeah. And because it takes place in different settings and different times and, you know, the you don't know what's going to happen. Also, it really sparked the multiverse saga. Yeah. Your favorite thing? <laughs> it, it, uh, for Loki, it is. Yeah. For the other stuff that they did with it, not so much. I see. You just like looking at Tom Hiddleston. That's what it is. It doesn't hurt. <laughs> Season two looks a lot better, too. The God of Mischief is bad. He's. It looks like he's palling around with Mobius, right? Yeah. And what we remember is they they were not. They seem like they didn't know it to the end of season one. So right. this something happens in this in this trailer. Um, and then who else do we got here? Ki Hua Kwan. That's my try. Sure. Yeah, that's my try. The guy's name Short Round. He's in there. Uh, seems like fun character in this trailer. Yeah, I thought he might just be like a little one episode thing, but it looks like he's a regular. Like he's going to be a big part of the story. It looks like the room he's in is like a tech room or something. Like he's like the IT department yeah. for the TVA. Right. So they might return there a lot, right? Yeah, they go to him because Loki is what he calls time splitting. Yeah, that's right. He looks like Tasmanian devil spinning around. <laughs> I did. Yeah, that's a good point way to see it. Yeah. Uh, apparently he's like jumping through times because I think like he shouldn't exist. Okay, okay. So it doesn't, so like time doesn't know where to put him or something like that. That's the thing, because like his timeline, he's not in this time, I don't know, he's not, he doesn't have a timeline? Yeah, well, they said like he shouldn't be doing that in the TVA also. Okay. The TVA is kind of like isolated from time, right? Yeah. But he is messing up, so I don't know. I'm wondering if like someone is pulling him to a certain time oh. and he's like just don't has the right parameters right and he's like right. going to wrong times or whatever. You know what this reminds me of? Even like the whole set and design of everything. 
everything is lost in the Dharma Initiative. <laughs> the, the underground part of it, bunker. Yeah, there's um parts in Lost where the character Desmond, yeah. he was jumping through time, but in his like he would be like on the island one time and he's saying a sentence and he finished that sentence and his mind like he's back in time like off the off the island. So like his consciousness is jumping through his time of his life. It's a days of future past rules, right? But it was going back and forth, really, until he could finally like ground himself find Kang find uh, he needed a, I forgot what they called it but something that was existed in both times so that he could like ground himself there it's like a totem yeah something like that yeah okay like pulling you into right. I don't know equilibrium or something like right. that okay so I wonder if that's what Loki needs and I wonder if that totem or whatever it is could be Sylvie right I think that could be it right like yeah. she, they have to meet each, it sounds like they're not she they ran, don't see yeah, each other yet they in the trailer up. they fought each other in the finale yeah so something's going on there I think are they looking for each other to see each other again seems like she's hiding like running away like she's yeah. in costume right she killed Kang or the he who remains so all this multiverse stuff is kind of her fault okay so I wonder if she's hiding because she knows she messed up is Mobius hunting her down for like a different reason maybe because I, I what I remember is like they reset everything right so like the TVA shouldn't really know what's going on they just have this whole new well, they timeline I guess in their own heads it's a different like it looks like Kang now is the real like ruler of the TVA right they had a statue at the yeah. end yeah so I don't know what's going on like there's definitely scenes where like they go to like what looks like the 19 what 30s like 1900s maybe there's like a scene where there's like an old time Hollywood set oh uh, and there's like a time where they're like back in like um, early 1900s I see okay like a Hollywood like early Hollywood yeah he's like in a tuxedo you know what I'm talking about? Mm. Like at the end of the trailer, there's three Lokis and they're in a tuxedo. Yeah, I do remember that. So that time frame. I see. Okay. Yeah. And then there's a time frame of like um, what we saw in the end credits of um, Quantumania. That's Victor Timely's time. Right. And they have like, you know, like the camera, they have to like rotate or something. You have to like right. round it up. Yeah. Mm. Like really old stuff. So I wonder like, is, is Victor Timely just like a variant of Kang that they are trying to use? Like maybe that version of Kang doesn't really know everything about multiverse. And they're using him to, I don't know. I totally think get, that's the case. In, yeah. Because like he doesn't, I think he has that times technology. Yeah. Right. And he, he just seems like he's like present to regular audience. Right. But also why is he in that time? If Kang is from the future, the future. of any yeah. dimension. Right. Why is he in this time? I don't know. I don't know. Uh, Maybe that dimension is just very behind. <laughs> they're just slow to. <laughs> they just really slow at evolving. They're lazy. Right. Okay. <laughs> it's 2023 in that time. 2023 president <laughs> I mean okay so they also they have Kang here I guess yeah. they probably shot all the stuff ready I don't know what the drama is still but you know he's in the trailer we're gonna have him uh, he's in the trailer but not in anything we haven't seen yet I guess like everything we saw was revealed pre-accusations yeah so I do think they have contingencies contingencies I see okay yeah. and they have reasons to have him on there like yeah, yeah. there's a strike going on guys yeah <laughs> I, did, I did hear like rumors like depending on the courts there's a di they've shot different finales oh no really yeah. for this show yeah oh, wow that seems like if he's not um, cleared of his accusations they might go to plan B which could mean they don't use Jonathan Majors anymore okay I wonder if they shot stuff with a different actor ready for that role or is it just a different story 
you know, I mean, tied I, up different I, ways. They could, or they could have done like, um, remember in um, End of Avengers, they showed Thanos, but he didn't really say anything or any, do anything. So it could have been anybody. Okay. They could do that. Okay. Like a CG thing? Or just show like this back or something like that. Oh. You know what I mean? Like say like, oh, there's a new person, but we don't know who it is yet. I see. Okay. Okay. Just like, yeah. Clean up open-ended. Yeah. I mean, literally you could be anybody with the rules of the multiverse. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Either way, I'm excited. I think I'm as excited as you are. I, I no, do. I'm more excited. Yeah. Oh, well, actually, I now think about I'm more excited than you. Oh, I just raised mine a little I, bit, though. <laughs> uh, the, the, I think this is going to be better than season one. I just like the look of it more. Um, I don't know if I like the he who will remain stuff, like towards the end of the whole season. I don't know if I liked it, but I think this has more potential. Maybe I, yeah. I just general feeling. And like you said, I think it is the best MCU show. Mm-hmm. Um, the Syl- Sylvie and yeah. Loki st- stuff, I don't know. I don't know if I'm supposed to ship them or not because they are the same person. But if that's if that's okay or not, if Toby and Andrew could do it, what? what? <laughs> We're talking about exchanging uh, spider webs. <laughs> There's some um, scenes with um, very quickly, but like Renslayer. Oh yeah, right. I think they're after her too, because like he who remains put her on like a mission at the end of the first season that we don't know what that is. Right. Do you remember that? And she like left. I just remember her like realizing who she is. Yeah. So there's definitely something that she's up to, which I think could be working with Kang still. A different Kang. Yeah. Or like, or like the more evil Kang. Right. Um. You don't see what she's looking at, but it looks like she's in. You know the place where they, uh, when they do the thing where they hit you with a stick and then you like melt away or evaporate away, but then you actually end up in like this kind of like no man's zone, nowhere zone. Oh yeah, the underground, that Loki space. Yeah, yeah. that whole, uh, it's like the time beyond time or something like right, that. Right, yeah, yeah. I think she ends up there Oh, because there's a shot of her looking up in the sky and there's like a purple light and I'm assuming she's looking at um, Annihilate. Oh, okay. Yeah. The, the big like uh, cloud thing? The cloud monster from Lost. Right. And it all comes back to Lost. <laughs> so I think she might like need an- uh, Annihilate and she might be like taking him out and bringing him into the, I don't know, regular time or the TVA or something. She's trying to F things up. Yeah. She, I think I th- she's maybe the most unhappy about what's going on. Sure. Yeah. You know, she was like, uh, her world was she's like the top of this organization and now she's just like her, she, her world is broken yeah 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 so what's up with that right and then um we see everyone else that are part of the tva but they're kind of like all scattered and living regular lives so i think it's going to be like one of those like we got to get everybody back get the band back together yeah I, I also want to mention is like, they were like, we have to, we don't want to play God. You remember that? No. Yeah. And with him and uh, Sylvie. Yeah. So it's like, what does that mean? Is there, I, I have a feeling they're playing around with, do you remember right before Secret Wars, the comic book? Uh-huh. There was like an event where like a lot of the worlds were being destroyed the and there's just last two. Yeah. I have a feeling like that's going on right now in the stories. Like they're deciding which worlds get like wiped Ooh, out wow, and cleaned yeah. out. And then we're going to lead into the Secret Wars in the movies. Right. I think that could be the connection. Well, I also had another theory. Mm, what you got? Because there's rumors of us seeing Battle World eventually. Battle World. Which is a Secret Wars thing. Yeah. Right? Uh, what if, you know, where Annihilate is? Yeah. And that whole like dead zone or whatever. What if that is Battle World? Already? Yeah. Like that's where the Battle World will be. Mm. Beyond time. It's just like empty and then fill it up with stuff. It's like everything yeah. like, it's like garbage. <laughs> I guess so. I, like you're just not just tossing individual people there you're like tossing like chunks of worlds or whatever yeah and then it becomes battle world 
Yeah. Like this. It like, has pieces and like. And because it's beyond time, people could have lived there for longer than other people. The rules are different. Yeah. And maybe like, you know, they build kingdoms in there and stuff. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Maybe they get deposited there. Yeah. So that, I, I just think like th- that thing in Loki, that empty space could be the battle world for the MCU. Okay. I see what you're saying. I like that. I like yeah. that. If, like like if, if our worlds are colliding, they need a space that's beyond time to like figure out a plan and maybe everyone gets pushed there or something like that. Okay. Like one big event or they get slowly put in there? What do you like? I heard a rumor that after Kang Dynasty, Avengers Kang Dynasty, all the movies after that take place in Battle World. In Battle World? Yeah. Wow. I don't think I can make it. <laughs> So I think there's like four movies after Kang Dynasty until Secret Wars. Some type of reset goes into into place. Well, I think after Secret Wars is the reset. Yeah, yeah, that's what I mean. Yeah. Okay. Okay. That sounds like ballsy to have four movies all in Battle World, but it could, it could be done. Yeah, I mean, um, if you're thinking about the comics, uh, Secret Wars, the second one, was just to reset the Marvel Universe. Yeah, totally. And combined uh, the Ultimates universe and ours, or and ours, I mean, <laughs> 616. The main one, yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, if why have Secret Wars in the movies if that's not also your plan? You're combining all the Marvel stuff, which is Fox, Disney, and, and maybe Sony, I don't know. Stuff together. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. That seems like a good game plan. I'm, I think they need it if their like, cast of characters is going to be too big. I mean, we're just flooding with characters now. Everyone gets a TV show. Yeah. We get one, you know. Um, so I think Run they straight. need a reset. We're going to have a picket fence of line of two. Yeah. Um, well, Sony, I'm not sure because oh, yeah. all their movies right now are actually getting delayed. Yes, that's right. Um, of course, we're interested in the Spider-Man related stuff. Um, like Craven the Hunter is getting delayed. Um, originally set for October 6, 2023. Yeah. It's now set for August 30, 2024. That's almost a year. That's like, that's like, why do you need to push it that far back? Yeah. You're just like, Aaron Taylor Johnson just crossed the line. Just work for us. <laughs> Do you think all of this is because of strikes um, with the writers and the actors? Yeah, I think so. If if anything, yeah, I think it is for that. But also, I think the if they want to clean stuff up, yeah. the studios can be like, well, I'm blaming it on that. I have more time to do it, I guess. I don't know. I was thinking like, well, maybe they're not done filming everything. And they're oh. like, well, we can't film without the actors. Yeah, yeah. If, if it not, maybe just, just scenes where you don't have to, like the main actors. I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. Um, it sucks. I was looking forward to that movie. October would have been like, what, three months from now? Yeah, pretty soon. Yeah, so now I have to wait even longer for the the world to realize Aaron Taylor Johnson is a great actor. Yeah. This is going to be his jumping off point, this role, really? To launch into the next stratosphere? I mean, I think people realized it in Bullet Train. Oh, did they? Yeah, except Brad Pitt was in it. (laughs) And of course, you're going to put Brad Pitt on the the poster. Right, yeah. You're you're right. Brad Pitt should be Craven. But (laughs) Aaron Taylor Johnson... Probably was a bigger character in Bullet Train than Brad Pitt's. Character. I think he was. Yeah, I agree but, with. Uh, yeah, come on, world, realize. <laughs> um, the or beyond the Spider Verse. I have a feeling they also delayed that just because they weren't they weren't going to finish in time. Oh uh, yeah, so like I'm saying, they're using it as an excuse. It could be. Yeah. Yeah. I just think like you know, there's a lot there that they have to still make. And they literally didn't um give a new date. Yeah. They're just so like it, where it's open ended now. Could be a while. It could be 2025. Yeah, and they have to drive everything again yeah they ran out of paper 
Um, I mean, that's a big story to close off. I think it might be the this trilogy. That might be the end of the trilogy, and like totally end the storyline. Maybe they might not do any more animated Spider-Man in this world anymore. Um, past that, so I think I think it's a big deal. So do yeah, it right. You gotta yeah. close it out good. Yeah, especially since like the first one was a cliffhanger. Yeah, and this is gonna re- result in the second piece of that. Do you? It's so good. Do you think? Um, because this is halted, they're not gonna do a live-action Miles until like this comes out, which is probably is true but oh that, that puts a hold on everything um i don't know i guess it's up to them right if they you mean like sony specifically? yeah sony has the spider-man rights yeah i think i think so i think yeah. they'll they're working with their own timeline just like how mcu gets pushed back they'll push back other things too because of it yeah. as a result in their own internal timeline they haven't released yet mm-hmm. yeah what's weird though is um venom they announced a date for it really and it's pretty early there's like it doesn't matter <laughs> It um it got a date of like July twelfth, I think, of next year. Right. Yeah. Who's directing that? It doesn't matter. Is it, <laughs> is it symbiote from the first one directing the movie? Like <laughs> It's got to be better than the second one, right? Yeah, I hope so. I hope it's longer. Believe it or not, like yeah. that's a request I have. Mm-hmm. Let's take your time with it. Um. Yeah, I, I'm not super excited about that. Why I'm a little bit excited for with the whole announcement of these delays is I didn't know they're making a Karate Kid reboot. Yes, let's, let's that, see that. That also got delayed, but they're making another one. I know. Um, Sony, I, I don't know. Like I, I look at the titles. And yeah. I'm like, I'm excited to watch all of these. Oh, really? And then I watch them, and I'm, they're not that good. <laughs> Sony just doesn't make good movies. <laughs> Um, Karate Kid, like, I, I guess it's the hype of the, the show, right? That's got to carry it over, be, right? Yeah. Oh, they got a proper. I think still. it might be in the same universe as that. Oh, serious? I heard something like that, but I, I might be might be wrong. What I want to do, because, you know, the, the last movie reboot was uh, Jackie Chan, right? Yeah. And that was not karate. No, it wasn't. That was kung fu. So I want to ask you, what martial art that's not karate should they have for Karate Kid? I have Kra- an idea. Krav Maga? Krav Maga? Okay, I like that. We need a star, though. We need a star to be the, the teacher, right? Okay. Like like Pat Morita. Yeah. Right, a star. I have an idea, and I think we should do Aikido with Steven Seagal. <laughs> That's that's the play. That's the play. That's what all the kids are want to watch. What what is he doing right now? Uh, you know what? I looked it up because <laughs> I, I was like, "What is Steven Seagal's martial art?" Because I forgot. Yeah. And the question, the most Google question was like, "What is Steven Seagal doing right now?" <laughs> <laughs> Nothing. I- <laughs> It's uh, he was a pretty big name in the action movie game. Was he a, a joke back then too? Though not really. So everyone took him serious. Like a, his movies, like sold tickets. But I think it was like that time action movies were dumb. Yeah, so like, you, could you don't need. Yeah, so like no one noticed it. Okay, we were like, oh, he's playing a dumb guy. We're like, oh no, he's not playing. He, he just threw. <laughs> <laughs> he's a really good actor. <laughs> But I mean, like the Chuck Norris's of the world, like was his movies actually bad also? And it's just, he's a nice guy. So nobody Chuck cares. Norris? Yeah. I don't even know any of his movies. We just talked about one, like Sidekicks. That's barely his movie. Okay. Okay. I'll uh, say this. Like if we're talking just about movies, I think at a point, Steven Seagal was a bigger star. Like he, really? he reached a higher high higher than Chuck high Norris. Point. Chuck Norris. When I think of Chuck Norris is a TV star. No, he's a TV infomercial star. <laughs> With the Bowflex, right? He's Walker, Texas Ranger. I've never seen an episode of that, but okay. There's like 10 seasons of that. Jeez, okay. Yeah. I'll have to catch up. Um, So I think at one point, Steven Seagal was definitely a bigger movie star. Therefore, yes, he should be part of the next Karate Kid. Right, the Karate Kid. I think he, it'd be better if he's the kid. <laughs> 
Who's teaching him? Chuck Norris? Yeah. We just we just casted it. You're welcome. You're welcome, Sony. Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm pretty bummed about movie delays. I thought we were over it when COVID was fixed. Right. But now people want more money. People's, the stuff's just got to be pushed back, you know. Yeah. People want money. Um, what didn't get pushed back, which I am excited to see, coming out today at the time of this being released. Right. Um, the Ninja Turtles movie. Mutant Mayhem. This is unlike any other Ninja Turtles thing I've seen, but I think I'm going to see a lot more of it. <laughs> so with that, there's a sequel to that movie coming out, and also a TV show is in the works with Paramount Plus. Uh, I, I think I'm excited. If they're promising this before the movie's released, that's yeah. good signs that the movie itself is going to be great. Yeah, it looks great from the trailers. Looks very funny, and the animation again is like something I never seen. Just like when first time I watched Spider Verse. Yeah, this looks like animated like paper mache or something like that. I thought, yeah, it's. I think it's like a little bit cooler of a claymation look. Sure. It's obviously not clay, but yeah. it, it almost has a texture like that. Mm. Is this going to make you want to subscribe to Paramount Plus? Ooh, hard no. No, I think maybe what, I'll- like Yellowstone. Yellowstone. <laughs> <laughs> is that really all they got? I don't know what else is on there. I mean, Paramount probably has a bunch of movies I haven't seen before. I think I'm going to do the trial thing. I'm going to do the speed run. I'm going to do the wait till it's uh-huh. all released yeah. and watch it in one day. Okay. <laughs> Save I'm what, a $5? Hours? Yeah. <laughs> a month. That's a big deal. <laughs> Um, yeah, I'm really excited for the movie. I wonder by the time the sequel comes, are their voices going to change? Voices? Oh, right. they're kids. They're kids. They have to practice. They have to do the uh, Miles Morales from the video game thing and- Age it up or bring it down? Bring it down. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. Get super squeaky. Oh, I do I do think it's a good um, sign for the movie, at least the first one. I don't think like it's going to do bad anyway. Yeah. Uh, everyone loves Ninja Turtles and I especially do want to see this movie. I think by the second one, we'll probably see Shredder. Oh, yeah? Is yeah. that what you're waiting for? I, I think so. I there, there's like a lot of stories in Ninja Turtles, right? Do we have to always go back to Shredder? Is, there's like dinosaur, Triceratops things. There's like... If you if every X-Men movie something. has Magneto, Good every point. Okay. Ninja Turtles thing has to have Shredder. Um, I, I, I like what they're doing with the plan of this. Mm-hmm. It seems like every streaming platform wants a TV of their pro- TV show of their property now. And it sounds yeah. like the show is going to be the in between the two movies, like a link. Oh, right. Really? Yeah. And oh, okay. That's the, cool. The story is that they want to be regular teenagers in New York. It, it sounds like that's the story uh-huh. that this show, at least. This is the first time you see them like as teenagers. I guess so, yeah. I remember watching the first movie, and they're bigger than adult humans. Oh, the live action one? <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah, for sure. They have a shell on their back. What are you talking about? But they're like ripped. <laughs> okay. I see why you like Ninja Turtles now. <laughs> Uh, well, yeah, that is it for the news. Um, I'm excited for Ninja Turtles. I was excited for like Spider-Man and Craven, but now I have to wait for those. Uh, and Loki season two comes out. That comes out in October. So October True. looks like a good month this year. Yeah. I can't wait for that. I'm super excited about that. Um, yeah. Enjoying right. the news. Well, guys, please don't forget to subscribe to the Reader Copy Podcast. Just find us in your podcast app and hit that follow button. You can also find us on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter. We're at the Reader Copy Podcast. Hit the subscribe button over there. All right. Well, let's jump into the comic book that uh, we chose this week. It is called Bad Planet. Okay. I have a question for you, brother. Uh, and I know my answer to the question. My question is, do you believe uh, in aliens? Okay. Um, it, it's, I think it's dumb to not think there's aliens. Oh, it's smart to think they are. Will we ever contact them? Will we ever see them? Will they ever come here or we go there? I think that is maybe also like impossible. 
to figure out to know the answer. Like, the universe is so big. Like, it's bigger than you can think of, right? right. Anyway, bigger than that, even. <laughs> that No way. Yeah, no, bigger. Think of a big thing, it's bigger. But not bigger than that. <laughs> Guess what? Bigger than that. Whoa. Uh, so, like, it's it's just too far. Like, we can't even get to Mars. How do you think we're going to get to a, another galaxy? For now. But that's the thing. Is like, now. We're, we don't have to get there. We don't have to get, get to Mars or get to the aliens. Guess what? Because they're here. <laughs> okay. All right. I mean, you saw, you saw the news, right? The, yeah. the UAPs, Unidentified Aerial Phenomenon. Mm-hmm. A red cube that's a football field size over California. That, what? Yeah. <laughs> And and apparently all the pilots they're weather balloons oh, from China China square weather balloons. <laughs> I, I, I they say like like bunch of pilots want to say something but they're too yeah. embarrassed to, so I know it aliens are exist. And Look, it's called unidentified. That doesn't mean they're alien. Yeah, but I think they are. <laughs> <laughs> I guess feel in my heart. Um, and you know, just in celebration of that, I really wanted to do an alien comic book. Uh-huh. I was looking at the markets like what's what's a really good alien comic book to do i think they are here already and they look like us and they've infiltrated our governments what is this (laughs) what color would they be (laughs) green only one guy can stop this you're right uh so i really wanted to do a comic book called bad planet uh it's i I didn't really enjoy this comic book it's coming out of raw studios now that's an imprint under image Oh. Uh, and that was actually uh, uh, an imprint made under uh, Thomas Jane uh, and uh, Steve Niles. Do you know who Thomas Jane is? Is he Punisher? He is. <laughs> <laughs> he's the, the that Punisher in the movie. Yeah, that actor. Is he also Raiden? I think he's. Is he what? He's Raiden in the first the Mortal f- Kombat movie. Really? That's hella long ago. I could be wrong. I don't think but that's. I, I think you are wrong. But I, I could be right. <laughs> I'll have to look this up. All right, I'll, I'll let you know. Because he's in a lot of like off movies. He's like yeah. he's like in the mist. He's right. he's yeah. in uh, Deep Blue Sea. Did you know that? Yes. Yeah. Um, he's in Boogie Nights. I didn't know that. Oh really? Um, I think most recently he's in the the Expanse TV show, which has some some praise. I've always been interested in giving that show a try. Um, and he was like, I got into uh, writing comic books with his friend Steve Niles, so they like formed this imprint. Um, they've worked together also on a different book under this imprint called uh, Alien Pig 3000. So I guess more aliens. Mm. Um, but Steve Niles, he has, uh, I think his like bibliography could be described as like macabre because he did uh, 30 Days of Night. He did Frankenstein Alive Alive. I read that. That was pretty good. Um, October Faction, which I think has a Netflix show that's mm. not very good. Never I think. Heard of it. Um, he, he's in some of the kick ass comics uh, recently, like past the first one, right? Uh, it wasn't Thomas Jane in Mortal Kombat, so I'll take that back. Okay. A different Thomas Jane, it must have It been. was um, Carrie Hiroyoki. That's very true. Played Shang Tsung. <laughs> okay. Uh, maybe it's a different Mortal Kombat movie you're thinking of. <laughs> Um, this uh, came out in 2005. We're just doing a couple issues in the beginning. It really is just kind of a, a limited series, mm. a six in the first limited series, and I think two follow-up ones that were the different artist, uh, Todd Farmer. Okay. Yeah, so that's what we got today. Um, let's go ahead and just jump in straight into the story. Um, what we see up front out in the vacuum of space is this gigantic-looking asteroid. It almost looks like it's in the shape of like a gray heart, right? Right. 
I was gonna say like it looks like a conch shell. It kind of looks like that, yeah, like a, like a made out of rock or something. But it's huge, right? Um, like asteroid size, right? I think they said it's like three football fields big. Sounds familiar. <laughs> <laughs> Might as well be a red cube. Uh, and this thing is getting pulled by a spaceship. It looks like it's being like delivered, like it's being like right. transported. Yeah, and it's cargo. It's cargo, and people transporting it. It's funny. They're like a alien married couple. Yeah, and they quickly get into a, an argument. Right, and then one of them decides, like, you know what? I'm just gonna take myself out of this argument and watch VR space porn. <laughs> <laughs> like he literally like puts on goggles and like a divider in between them comes up. Yeah, and then the other one is like, I'm gonna like hack into his goggles and see what he's watching, and it was porn. <laughs> Uh, and this distracts them, of course, uh, when they get unlatched from their cargo, that big asteroid. And uh, they mess up and they turn around like, we have to get this thing. Our boss is going to be angry at us. And they accidentally collide into it and they get destroyed. But right. the asteroid, whatever this thing is, gets propelled further into space on its own. Right. Um, we cut now to Earth and we're in, um, I don't know what you call these. Like They're like people that monitor space. Right, yeah. Think like uh, you know the movie Contact. I've never seen it. Is that with uh, uh, is that with Matthew McConaughey? Yeah, it is. Right, and, um, Jodie Foster. Jodie Foster, right? Yeah, yeah. Essentially, these people are just monitoring Earth, right? Yes, and um, monitoring space around Earth, of course. Yeah, and they see this thing, this thing that's like headed towards Earth, and they now they're like worried that it might actually like come too close to Earth. Right, they're worried. There are these two characters. One of them is this like a kind of like nerdy looking guy you would you think of a space engineer and the right. other one dr veronica falcon she could be described as like buxom yeah but like for for a substitute teacher <laughs> okay yeah but was, that's pretty good description like she's a scientist you know what i mean yeah but like she didn't have to be a scientist <laughs> she's very smart because you do yeah. get the impression that like the other scientist gets all the credit because she yeah. looks the way she does. Right. But she's the one doing all the work. Right. Yeah. And she's the one that figured out there's this gigantic look, what they call it is a NEO, a near earth object. Right. Headed towards earth. And now she needs to like get like confirmation and uh, do the math for the trajectory of this thing. Right. And she contacts other like countries that have their own like space monitoring groups. There's this one in Australia, uh, this guy... Uh, Dr. Hillary Crichton, and he looks like a cowboy scientist. Like he's right. like out on the ranch when they they call him up. Yeah, this guy's going to Jurassic Park. Yeah, that's <laughs> right. He looks just like the, the guy. Yeah. Um, and then we have this one like nerdy scientist out in NASA, and I think I could describe him. He looks like the guy that's on the cover of Mad T a magazine. <laughs> okay. <laughs> he yeah. looks just like that. Um, and the guy in Australia, the cowboy, is like, oh, "Yeah, you're right. You figured this out." While the guy in NASA is like. Are you, what are the odds that this thing will crash into us? I'll do the, the measurements, but I doubt anything is going to be a problem. Right. This guy, like NASA's the big dogs, right? Of course. And these are like smaller groups. So he's almost just like, whatever, I'll do you a favor, but we're doing real work here. Yeah, exactly. The big organization doesn't really want to play fancy with these uh, small people. And they set up like the satellites. Yeah. You can just kind of see, and they kind of like make this big atmospheric like net to kind of collect data on mm -hmm. the on the flying object. And the, the nerdy guy's like, okay, do you want the good news or the bad news? Right. And like the the good news is the the on the scale, on the Palermo scale, which is right. basically the scale that measures is it gonna hit Earth? Mm -hmm. It's got eighty six it's got eighty six points. Yeah. <laughs> And like the last one to hit Earth was like 0. 0.6. Right. So it's like a guarantee. It's 100% happy. That's the good news. Yeah. 
And the bad news is it's very small and it's just going to really affect, it's just going to damage the nearby area wherever it hits. Yeah. I think they said it's going to hit like the Middle East or something like that. Yes. Something like that. And the, the, the Dr. Veronica is like, why, why did he make that the bad news and the other right. thing the good news? And he's like, it's, it's good news for us because that means we have a job basically. Right. <laughs> It's like they, they want to be known for the one that's like going to end the planet. Exactly. So we're discovering that one. Because your names are on yeah. the, 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 the story, right? Um, and so as weeks go by, all the newspapers and magazines are like, this this thing, we have to look out. They kind of like, it's like, you know that movie, Don't Look Up? Yeah. Where they're like, it's in the news, but people are just like, whatever. I mean, it's, it's fun. Yeah, they're not thinking that it's a real threat. It's a, it's a Haley's Comet type thing going yeah, by. Right. So it, it goes by, but as it's like passing Earth's orbit, it itself like, kind of like ejects to saucers, like space saucers. Yes. Uh, it burns up in the atmosphere. And these things, they look, yeah, they're in the shape of flying saucers, but they're like fleshy. Organic. Yeah. Really yeah. gross. And one of them, it veers off and it goes towards Africa. Right. It veers off and it crashes lands there. And, you know, the African uh, people there are like shooting this thing down. It looks like a, a big alien thing. So they're just going to like, it's, it means danger to us. So they shoot it down. Right. And then they, they like scream into a cheer because like they got it. Right. Because it, it, it crashed down on Earth. Of course. What they don't know is when it crashed down, it like opened and coming out of it are legit monsters. Just like aliens of like all like animalistic kinds, right? They're almost like mutated dinosaurs. Yeah. Because some of them are like uh, long necks. Some of them have like, um, look like raptors or something, but like mutated, like they have longer claws, multiple eyes. Yeah. Yeah. Grotesque. There's like some animal ones. There's one that's like, looks like a weird alien pig. One yeah. that has like bat wings. There's this one gigantic centipede one that I right. really hate. <laughs> And they're big, right? And they're just like killing everyone in sight. So all of the like African news is like covering this. The whole world is seeing this. And all the governments are like, holy crap, right? They're like, the aliens are here and they're attacking. Not only the aliens, they're like monsters. They're not even like humanoid aliens. Right, right. They're not the classic gray aliens or anything like that. Right. Um, most of these aliens, though, they just like kind of burn up in the Earth atmosphere. They're not this, used to the sun. The radiation, they just kind of like, they get thanos Right. Because like they literally like, after a while, they're, they kind of like turn to dust from the sun. And the surviving Africans cheer. Like they almost like stand on top of their skeletons. Like we defeated them, even though they didn't do it. The sun killed them, right? Yeah. And they think like, oh, we're, we're saved. Until out of nowhere, a horde of these spider aliens come in and they just look like like crab arachnid with these big teeth they come in and they just attack all the africans right. all the national guard that are there right and they also have like razor blades for legs and they like cut people in half they look like something from stranger things right from the upside down like a demogorgon type of yeah. side because like yeah. they open up their mouths and it's like you know the big like multiple like what rows do you call of the, teeth the, the the plant eating human fly things oh yeah like Venus fly, trap. fly trap it looks like that kind of mouth uh, I hate this. This is horrible. They're just like, and it really does feel like there's like way more of these things, these yeah. like spiry things. They're not affected by the atmosphere at all. Yeah. And they're like thriving because they're chopping the people down. I think they're eating them. Yeah. And, and they're just multiplying. They're just multiplying. It's like eight legged freaks. Remember that? Yeah. They're they're all over. The, the army, the National Guard is there trying to shoot them up. 
um, trying to save people too. Yeah. And they then they see they get, some of them like get a glance of the scape of this thing, and they just see like this pile of bodies. Right. No, I mean like an ocean of them, right. and they're being yeah. collected by these spiders, and they're like making a nest. So the the one that landed was in Africa, right? Yeah. The the second one that came out of the asteroid thing landed in Washington D.C. Right there. Yeah. So it is like across the globe, they're just destroying everything they see. Yeah. And they're just like swarming everywhere, basically. Um. And they make each of them like a base. They're trying to inspect the the, the flying saucers, right? Mm-hmm. Um. Because the the spiders, they kind of just left. They're just they're trying to eat something. They just keep going. Right. Um. We see one a crew of people in like hazmat suits try to get in there trying to inspect um look at all the technology that's in it they look inside and it looks like what they call it is like a noah's ark type of thing right because it looks like pods right where these things lived right it's like they were almost imprisoned but the crash opened some of them uh bad move um (laughs) we see one african boy like pedal in on a bike into the flying saucer and following those guys in the hazmat suits and this kid like brought in like a uh a computer this is weird there's security but he bikes Bicycles all the way right into this UFO. Inside, yeah. Yeah. He's weak. He's like a little kid. He's almost like crying in tears, right? Yeah. I think he's left alone. And yeah, he brings a computer in and almost like hacks into the alien ship. What's weird too is that he calls it a wind-up computer. I didn't even know that existed. A wind-up computer. Um, That's well, a crank. Exactly. <laughs> The, the the scientists in the spaceship they also like they touch this like lever thing and they think it's gonna activate or like you know like Prometheus turn on right but they all just get electrocuted and get zapped and like evaporate and that kind of scares the African boy too and when they do this it's almost like light the beam happens you know light the beam is what is that it's a sports thing for the Sacramento now. Sacramento Kings at their stadium when they win a game they light this bright light beam into the sky that everyone can see for miles but they this happens in the spaceship a big beam shoots up into space of course this is like a signal straight up into the aliens i guess up there yeah um and it sends a message to like all of the different civilizations that there's like a a crash here or something like that and this makes its way to a prison think of like in the guardians of galaxy movie like there's like an aliens prison and all the prisoners there um, it's, it's funny, all the guards look like bamboo people, uh-huh. like, ba- uh, yeah, uh, baboon. Um, and we focus in on this one guy who looks like just a weird looking alien, really, really like kind of tough and big and buff for an alien. Um, he looks like, he kind of looks like, um, Cull Obsidian from, uh, sure. Marvel, kind of yeah. a big guy. Not as wide. Yeah. But he's pretty tall. Pretty tall. Um, and he's really like, shows no emotion, right? Right. And it's funny, the guards here, like, you could be tough. You're the, the last of your kind. Right. Yeah. That's what makes this guy special. And I think he's overhearing about this, like, alien attack on Earth. Yeah. And what he decides to do is kind of like break out of jail, pr- uh, space jail. Space jail. <laughs> And like, I don't know how he does, but like he hitches a ride on like a a ship that's leaving and he's just like tied on to the side of the ship. (laughs) It's really cool. He's like riding the ship on the outside. Yeah. Right. Uh, and he's he's basically um, just tagging along trying to get to Earth. Uh, and I think what he does is he like barges into the cockpit yeah. of the spaceship, takes out the those uh, baboon guards that are flying it, and he tosses these guys into the jail cell that's inside the spaceship. Right. And there's a prisoner in there, and what it does is it like eats those baboon aliens. <laughs> yeah. 
Um, this couple pages. Yeah. Uh, you're probably going to bring it up, but it was, I, I didn't know what was going on at first. And yeah. It, it was difficult to look at. I didn't know what it was. I thought at first, like, oh, this is a cool effect. There's like shifting the colors. Apparently the original print of this was like 3D. Right. So you can wear something and then it like is a 3D vision of it. Yeah. Cause it looks blurry to the naked eye. Yeah. But I can see now if I had 3D glasses, they would like kind of pull away from the page. I don't, I don't know if I'd like that with a gigantic spider alien <laughs> I screen. think it's a cool idea for comic books yeah I've, I don't know if I've seen it before yeah. have you seen it before no a, a lot of comic books play around with their medium and like I think there's like black light comic books okay there's of course there's the poster ones yeah there's the holographic covers I've never yeah. seen 3D in person before I don't right. really want to see that because you, you need the glasses to make it work yeah so I don't know if the book came with like those paper glasses or not I think so yeah that, that's pretty cool Um, and like I said I don't know if I'd want to see this because there's more more aliens just like chopping people up, attacking people uh, back on Earth. And then that uh, scientist lady, I think like she's with a bunch of like US government officials now who are like trying to figure out what to do. Yeah. Because literally the whole country's being attacked, the whole world's being under attack and no one wants to listen to her because there's a room full of guys. Right. Sexist. But she was talking about how these spider things, I, I, is this the poop? I think so. There's like round it's shells. Dropping round pellets everywhere right yeah and um i think she's explaining to them like these things are like seen on mars that's right there's like artifacts that astronauts have found on mars in the past yeah and that indicates that it's these spider things are the same thing that wiped out mars right so she has a theory yeah that mars in the past was a thriving maybe not human level intelligence but there were aliens on mars before yeah and um whatever happened these spider things arrived and it turned into what mars is now and it looks like that's what the Earth is headed towards. Exactly. Um, she's just hiding away from these aliens because they start to attack like the museum that they're in. Yeah. Um, when crash landing in is that prisoner alien. And he crash lands and he's in like an Iron Man Mach 1 suit. Yeah, really buff and big <laughs> yeah. suit. Uh, and the way he talks, it's like, um, of course, it's alien speak, but it's also like like robotic speak. Like yeah. The symbols look weird. Um, it's wingdings. That's <laughs> the fun. Yeah. <laughs> Um, he's just cussing the whole time. <laughs> um, as he crash lands, he's able to save Veronica from these spider aliens. And he kind of like blasts off because the, the military is ready to shoot down this other random alien, this, a right. robot, it looks like. Right. They're about to shoot up. But then Veronica's like, no. <laughs> He saved me. It's yeah. okay. This artwork too is very like pop art. Oh yeah. Of like this big retro robot holding this like damsel in distress fighting aliens from Mars. Good point. It's very, yeah, pulp style. Like yeah. old style. Because they also, when he blasts off, he lands next to an old like Fender car. Like what are those called? Like really old like 50s car or yeah, something. Like hot rod. Hot almost. rod. Yeah. And he just, he takes off his armor suit and he attaches like the jetpack he had onto yeah. the back of this car. And now the car can fly. Yeah. <laughs> it's like the end of Greece. <laughs> yes. And they, they fly off and blast. This car can fly. And uh, they. she's like, what am I doing with this alien that just saved my life while everyone's being attacked underground? underground. Um, meanwhile, we catch up now with that kid in Africa. Yeah. The Australian scientist is now there, right? Because I think he's trying to help them. And soon the alien car... Yeah. <laughs> 
<laughs> and the woman scientist, they end up landing there too. They arrive and the boy kind of reveals of what's going on. And like he get he has like a connection to this this spaceship or something like that. Yeah. And like called him to activate it. And uh, the the alien prisoner, he just barges straight into the, the, the spaceship, the flying saucer that these monsters came from and destroys the beacon. Right. And everyone's wondering, like, why would you do this? I thought that was calling for help. Right. And uh, he explains, like, because I'm here now. And the reason I'm here is to kill these spider aliens. <laughs> All of them. Right. He's like, this, this is my mission. This is why I'm here. And he kind of reveals that the reason he's the last one alive is because of these spider aliens. They wiped out his planet. Yeah. Uh, and he's like fully ready to attack this thing. And we see just more shots of these aliens and how they're multiplying. Yeah. The, in this uh, nest that they are in, there's just, just a gigantic queen alien that's sh- like shooting off baby flying aliens as those right. things attach to people and just eat them up and then grow into... Le- it's like Tremors now. There's so many right. connections. It's like... Um- <laughs> It's like Stormship Troopers. Yeah, I I don't I really don't like those. It's movies. a weird movie. Yeah, but there's like a queen alien that is just like it's just dumping eggs. Yeah, <laughs> um, of course attacking the African tribes. Um, and attacking even, there's like a also like a a town that's just kids of African kids right and the prisoner alien decides to defend them off because all their parents got killed yeah and uh, they were like hiding as they were hiding away in like their sheds and everything and you just see all of these spiders just pile on top of the that prisoner that warrior prisoner alien and he's cool he's got this like axe that has like lightning powers right and he's chopping these things down electrocuting them but there's too many of them it's like um, World War Z. Remember that movie? Yeah. And like, the, there's so many zombies that are just like climbing the wall. It's like they're never ending. Yeah. My nightmare. Uh, <laughs> and it takes the African boy to like throw a bunch of water on him. Yeah. And with the electricity, it electrocutes all the aliens around him. Including it, him. Yeah. He, he tumbles to the ground. Um, and they, what they have to do is pull him into the sun. And just like Superman, he's able to recharge with the sun and come back to life. Now, um, they're showing us like what's going on around the world. And there's even like cults now forming. Yeah. Thinking like this, they're thinking like it's the end of times and we have to accept our fate. Uh, and if we do that, we'll be like given eternal life or whatever. Right. Right. So they're even forming like naked hand holding circles. <laughs> Because they think these uh, alien things are from God or something. And they just like stand there naked as the hordes of spiders just like overtakes them. Now, I think this is the move. I think I would join a cult. The naked when, cult? The naked cult whenever there's a big gigantic aliens arriving and attacking us. I think that's my move. No laundry. Because <laughs> they're just like, we're ready to accept our fate. Yeah, I'm, I'm joining it. Uh <laughs> And it's just like mayhem everywhere. We see these um, generals inspecting like the few aliens they have, but they can't even talk to them at all uh, as they have it like locked away in prison. And that's where we're going to leave it off here. It's really interesting. Like who, yeah, who the heck is this? The world this is like about to be destroyed. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, but but I think this guy saves the day. I bet <laughs> it's weird because like he does. They don't even know where he came from. Yeah, what he is. All he knows is he's here to because he wants to kill these spiders. Uh, I guess they trust him. They really. They kind of don't know where he comes came from. But he seems to be fighting these things off. Um, I thought that was pretty interesting. I think I like the change of pace with this. It's like a disaster movie. Uh, yeah, comic book, right? It seems insurmountable though. Impossible. Yeah, because like one guy is gonna. Defeat 
defeat this invading army. There's got to be some MacGuffin, right? It's like yeah, War of the probably, Worlds. Yeah. They can't touch water. And they, they also like did like a two-pronged attack, like one in Africa, one in DC. So like the world can't even unite to fight one front. Like, yeah. I mean, the, the, like the generals were thinking like, maybe we should just nuke Washington, DC, because yeah. it's like, maybe that's best. Right. Because nothing's slowing them down. They're just like a wave of death. I would describe it as like, do you know uh, Roland Emmerich and his movies? Sure, yeah. It is like 2012 and yeah. days, oh, was it Day After Tomorrow? Mm. And it's like that kind of a movie. Yeah. Like Independence Day, he did that. That's obviously like what this is like. It's also like um, District 9. Yeah, kind of. Like <laughs> the gross aliens. Yeah. Uh, insectoid aliens it's funny the reason why thomas jane wrote this is he got in a car accident and then okay, after that, that makes sense <laughs> he got prescribed vicodin <laughs> and then he took a little bit too much and he had like a dream about gigantic alien spiders attacking earth and it's like he told that to his friend steve niles and he was like that sounds like a comic book i'm gonna make it and that's that came up. It's so weird too. Like I, I, I wish I knew how like more of it. Yeah. Because like when it first lands, the this alien, it's like dinosaur creatures came out. Yeah. And then they just kill them off like instantly. Yeah. And then these like spider ones come out after them. I wonder. There's got to be more to it. Like yeah. Maybe the other spaceship has more that's gonna attack. Sure. I yeah. like that idea. Um, but definitely the spider things, that's a no-go for me. <laughs> the 3D thing was pretty interesting. Yeah, I, I like the the playing around with the medium. Yeah. And I think I thought the writing was fun, at least. Yeah. Um, that was Bad Planet. Let's go into side stories. I watched a movie that I thought was really fun. It's called uh, They Clone Tyrone. You seen oh, this? Oh, you watched that? I watched it already. Yeah. Oh, I didn't know that was out already. It's out already on the, the Netflix uh, I really enjoyed it, starring John Boyega, mm-hmm. Finn himself, mm-hmm. um, Jimmy Fox as this like pimp, and then Tiana Paris as um, uh, a lady of the night, okay, an, an employee of Jimmy Fox as a pimp, right? Okay, uh, and I think they, they all did a really good job. The movie uh, revolves around this like this hood, right? This neighborhood, a what? A hood, <laughs> and it's really like an exaggeration of that kind of environment. Cause it's like it's weird. They're the the pimp that Jamie Fox plays and Tiana Paris's character. Yeah, they're like black exploitation characters from those old movies, like seventies, like exaggerated, like caricatures of it. Yeah, but it takes place now. That's the thing. I don't know. I because <laughs> I think it. I think it does. Cause uh, John Boyega's character, who's like a drug dealer, yeah. he's like the tough one of the group. Mm-hmm. It, it really seems like he's just like a regular guy. You know, he's got gold grills. So right. I think it's modern day. So then, what is Jamie Foxx doing wearing a fur coat, right? I will say like, though that style is out of date, there's still some. What do you mean? (laughs) I guess I don't go to those hoods. Maybe that's it. It really is like, he's like exaggerating that character. He's like Cat Williams in those movies, you know, of a pimp style. But uh, is that like for the movie, like the point of the movie? Yeah. It's like all bundled in the message of the movie, right? Okay. okay. Yeah. At the the end, you know, the moral. Got it. And um, he's super, Jamie Foxx is super fun in this. Oh, really? Yeah. I thought that him and also Tiana Paris, I thought like this is the funniest I've seen her before. And I think she needs to go into that 
gear more because I think it mm. works way more than her Monica Rambeau character. Okay. But this whole thing, you know, it's it's like uh, when you see clone in the name, you have like, it's like sci-fi stuff going on, right? Yeah, I've seen the trailer. So you kind of, you kind of know it's kind of like that, right? Okay. And it is like these characters in this hood, like figure out some freak thing going on and they're like re- slowly going on this adventure revealing that the hood isn't exactly what it, you expect it to be. And there's like- We get it. It's in the hood. Yeah. <laughs> Well, and that's a big thing of the whole story, actually. Yeah. It's actually a big element. All right. And I, th- I think John Boyega, because he's the main character, uh-huh. He, I think this is a, he's really good in this too. He's like more rough and tumble in this than I've seen him before in, in anything else. Mm. Um, I like the chemistry of the three of them because they all kind of don't like each other. Oh, really? Because uh, the drug dealer doesn't like the pimp because he owes him money for some drugs. And then Tiana Paris just quit her job as a lady of the night. So there's like <laughs> turmoil in the the whole trio right uh-huh and I think that really works for it. I, I don't know if it's a comedy or not, but it's more just like f- kind of funny that they're so much caricatures in this whole story. Um, mm. The reveal of what's going on, it's like, I don't know if it's huge surprises, but it's really kind of fun to see them like get revealing to themselves what's going on, right? So when they reveal it or whatever, and then they, the whole message of the movie, is it like hit home or is it kind of like uh, o- over... Overdone. Overdone. I think... I think it works for me okay. just because of how exaggerated it's having fun with itself. Yeah. I think, I think the exaggeration is actually fun. Well, you, you kind of compare it to other movies that have come out recently, like get out and like that sure. kind of story of like the African American experience. Yeah. And the, I guess that's more of a horror vibe mm-hmm. and this leans more like the sci-fi vibe of stuff. Yeah. What uh, was that other movie? Which one? What the Keith Stanfield started with Tessa Thompson. Um, yeah. It's like, thank you for calling or something like that. I think that's right. Something like that is this the same kind of feel of a movie um i was not annoyed with the tone of the movie as much oh. as the lake heath stanfield one which was kind of annoying at a certain point okay. like, like the zippiness of it yeah this is more of like a slow burn i guess that's a uh, more comfortable you know and i think I, I just like the three main characters i thought they, they work really well um going through it you could relate <laughs> maybe maybe that's <laughs> it uh, yeah, I, I don't know. It was just a really good movie. I think it was like number one on Netflix when I watched it. And I think it deserved the spot totally. It wasn't just like big names on the thing. Like it's good to see Jamie Foxx and stuff with yeah. all the stuff he's going through. But um, the funny thing is it's on Netflix, right? Mm-hmm. And they, Netflix did that whole pull on the sharing password thing. Yeah. So I, I literally had to go to dad's house to watch this. Oh, that's what you watched. I was going to say like, I haven't watched Netflix in over a month. Like, right. Like three months. Because we were not buckling down and, and getting Paying your own. for Netflix. <laughs> but uh, I literally watched at dad's house huh. and we, we do share with other people. And the only reason I can watch at dad's house yeah. is because he's got an old Roku that the- can't update and, yeah. and restrict us. <laughs> So that's the only reason I'm able to watch it. And I'm going to buy him a new Roku and take that old one. <laughs> it's like a collector's item, <laughs> a ghost account. It's like um, when you, they uh, made like the first Switch, Nintendo Switch. Yeah. Oh, the this? first ones you could jailbreak. Oh, serious? And then the, they, and the second generation or like the next batch that they made, they got rid of that exploit. Really? So it's like that. We got the first batch. Okay. I like it. Oh, it's a collector's item. Worth a lot. Yeah. Hacker. Okay. It's like you could access Netflix with it. Yeah. <laughs> Dad hacked it. <laughs> uh yeah, yeah, I just I would recommend it. 
I don't know if it's huge reveals. The there's some uh, random characters in there that were really fun. Uh, there's a different atmosphere to it. It's very like um, feels like dark and moody sometimes. And the the moments when like John Boyega gets like angry, you're like, yeah, I think this is the best acting I've seen him do too. Mm. Yeah. When the twist or whatever is revealed, was it satisfying or was it like I saw that coming? You saw it coming, but you're you're sticking around for the adventure for the the reveal of slow like the the adventure of the characters really okay yeah i like that for it interesting yeah i didn't know that was gonna be on netflix me neither um yeah i don't know yeah so would what would you rate it i think i'd rate it like a like a eight i'd say okay uh, the thing is also there's no there's no a tyrone in the movie uh, what yeah and it's the name of the the whole thing okay they clone tyrone there's no tyrone i think it just rhymes yeah i think so <laughs> All right, anything else you want to talk about? I just want to get your impression on it once you do watch it. Oh, also, I don't know also, if I can ever watch it. <laughs> uh, one side thing, because uh, I also watched the special episode of uh, the side character on the Invincibles. Mm-hmm. Um, I think her name is like Atomic Eve or something like that. Adam, Adam Eve. It's like mm-hmm. a- um, It's impossible. Yeah. That one, exactly. It's like a prequel story involving one of the characters in, in Invincible. Yeah. And it was super awesome. I thought it was really good. It's just really? like one episode. I mean, I really liked Invincible. You, did you like that show? It stretched for me. Really? Okay. Yeah. And it was this weird like pacing of the show for me. Huh. I, didn't, I didn't like the pacing, but like, certain scenes in the story I liked. I liked the comic, but like there's certain like like some scenes like it was edited weird for me. Huh. Okay. I, I guess maybe I'll have to look at that again. But I, I, I really liked it. I like the analogs of DC and Marvel characters in yeah. it. I thought the um, relationships with the characters were super good with the family mm-hmm. dynamic of the main character um, and like the goriness of it, like the going balls to the wall with yeah. it. Um, this this uh, little side thing also kind of has some gory shots in it too, mm-hmm. um, but it's like a prequel to how that character got her like, well, I guess like um, matter bending powers, Okay, right? And it's really cool. I, th- I thought it was really awesome how she, it's she's like a science experiment yeah. where Invincible was like born into it, you know? They announced the second season already. They did, yeah. I think they had a trailer for that or, or just, just like announcement trailer, right? With yeah. Seth Rogen's I thing. think it's, um, is it October? Yeah, I think that's right. Yeah. Mm. That was all announced at like Comic-Con. And right. this was released around that time too. I was like, oh, I got to watch it right away. Mm, okay. Yeah, I saw you watching it. I thought you were just watching old episodes. No, no, no. It was a special episode. I like, I think this is a great idea. It's like one shots from the comics. Just have a special episode on a character, which I, I'm pretty sure they have like storylines in the comic that yeah. focus on a side character like this. Right. And uh, I think they want to keep the show revolving around Invincible himself, right? Uh I don't love the show. Oh. So I I didn't care to watch that special. But I'll I'll check out season two. But if it's not better, I don't know if I'll keep watching. Did you finish season one? Yeah. Okay. All right. I know what happens. You know. Uh, yeah, anything else? That's it for me. How about you? Remember, I was kind of complaining about my struggles with finding new music. You were, yeah. And I was tired of like what Spotify is recommending me. It doesn't really know you. I don't think it's it's not that good at giving you new music that you'll like. Yeah, like brand new music or music that's similar? Just like music I've never heard before. It's trying to give me stuff I never heard before, but I don't like it. Okay. Like I, it's, I'm telling you what I like and then it's trying to give me recommendations and it's not the same. Mm, The AI is bad. It's not a... I don't think it's not that good. I think mm. other ones are better. Like, I think, um, what's Pandora? Pandora. I think it might be better, even though no one uses that. Yeah. I, I saw one of our relatives uses um, AT&T music. I was like, what? 
that's an is app. that a built-in app probably i think so i was like how who even i bet knows they pay like exists? 50 dollars for it a month <laughs> and they don't even know probably you know i i never use amazon music even though i pay for it because it's part of prime i've used it before because i think i got like free music but it's streaming so yeah what's that it's free yeah um apple music i know some people that use that and they recommend it i know someone that uses apple music even though they have an android oh really yeah what was that like a carrier from an old iphone or like yeah he, well? he had an ipod no way yeah that he had a lot of music on and then he transferred it to his itunes and then if you have it already and you transfer it they just give you the better quality one through apple music i see okay that like the upgrade yeah and um, he was like, okay, well, I'm going to use Apple Music now because all my music is already there, but I have an Android phone, which I guess you, you, it still works. You totally it. weird. Okay. Yeah. Did he, did he tape a phone to his wrist and call it an Apple Watch or something? <laughs> uh, he taped a camera to the back of his regular phone. I see. Okay. <laughs> Um, but yeah, I use Spotify, but it's not great. So I had to find music on my own and I realized I need to broaden my horizons. Right. I need to look further and I need to go across the nation, across the nation and then maybe a little south. <laughs> Mexico? Um, I got to go down to like, listen to some country. <laughs> I see. What what you got in your ears? I I just found a top country playlist and I listened to it. And no, country music is awesome. You just listen to like Taylor Swift all day? No, it's just not. I'm just barely country anymore. How how dare you? Real country is about uh, pick up trucks, uh, backwards cap, working on a farm with my dog. And a beer. <laughs> Drinking a beer uh, with uh, my high school sweetheart. <laughs> Get, getting out of this small town. I'm 20 six and she's 17 okay <laughs> come on no but seriously um country music is like r&b with a banjo <laughs> like what what era of country music have you listened to? like brand new stuff brand new stuff yeah yeah okay. new stuff i'm talking uh morgan wallen connor smith dylan scott are those like six different people you just said six <laughs> first names yeah that's the thing about country music is they're all just a mixture of the same six names right yeah <laughs> scott dylan yeah but i like the music because do you it's like um you know when you have something to do i need to work on a computer or something at home so i'll turn on the tv and watch friends because i've already seen this i don't need to think about it yeah you know what's the story of yeah, the song and like yeah there you go country music country <laughs> But like you actually like the Country twang and the voice yeah, and the the banjo. Yeah, I can I can get down with it. Ding, 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 ding. It's not. <laughs> It's not that it's that. Um but it's um it's always a story. It's not it's always like I'm doing something and it's this weekend and it's Friday night we're going to go out. It's always a story. You know what it it's like the guy is writing in his notebook writing the lyrics. Yeah. He's just looking around the room writing things down. <laughs> yeah. And there's this um you know it's been going around now like none of these singers are actually living that lifestyle which Yeah. Yeah, that's true but it's also true with rap and everything. It's true with everything. No. I think they're real gangsters. <laughs> so I'm okay with it. Yeah, but I guess that's true. Like, did you venture into older country music? No, because I don't like older country music. Like, yeah. I've heard a lot of country music of older stuff. So I need the newer stuff because I want new music. I'm looking for new music. Okay. Because, like, I mean, if I'm going to listen to old country music, it's probably pretty popular. So I've probably heard it somewhere already. Yeah. Like, I know you like Johnny Cash and oh, like. That's pretty old. Yeah. Yeah. Like, really old. Yeah. Uh, Dolly Parton and all that. Uh, Wait, Shania I'm, Twain. Shania Twain. Have you ever, have you like, tried like Garth Brooks? 
I've, I know some of his songs, but I, I think know, I don't can know one song. He's weird. He's the one that kind of like invented like stadium country music. Really? Yeah. Stadium status. Yeah. Really? Before it was like rodeo. Now he's like selling out Madison Square Garden. So like before it was like they perform on stage and there's like hay bales. Right. Yeah. There's a tractor. Tractor exactly. is the stage. Yeah. He's performing where they're going to kill this bull later. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, they played at like um, a corn maze. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, the country music, like, of course, there's like the romantic ballads, right? Yeah. But then there's also like the, oh, man, we're going to go out tonight and get drunk and like a faster upbeat. Like, it's good. Cold the one with the boys type of music. Yeah. We're, uh, you know, we're going to find some girls. Right. And we're never going to call them again. Right. <laughs> So, yeah, I, I started listening to country music. I enjoy a lot of it. I, I'm skipping some, you know, but I, I there is it's like kind of refreshing when you, all you hear is the same music over and over that this is completely different yet good music. But you, it's like you have to try to like it. Or is it like, no, it's are there like any if hits? I don't like it, I'm skipping it. I'm not trying to like it. Are there like hits you're like, man, yeah, I should have been listening to this for forever. Like you're just like, oh, you're kicking yourself in the butt. Like, I wouldn't say that. To there. I wouldn't yeah. say that. I'm just saying like, it's fun right now. Yeah, give it a try. Okay. Yeah. Um, they're, some of their writing is clever. Or is it? Yeah, I'll say like, it's it's simple writing, but clever how they work it in. Now take your partner around and around. <laughs> It's not like a rap lyrical, like, you know, they're not Eminem. Right. But they're not common. Sometimes they'll uh, do a before and after kind of like with their with their lyrics in it. It's just, you know, they're, they're musicians. They're good. Musicians. Yeah. Okay. You feel like you're in Nashville or something? Yeah. I think, you know, if I was on The Voice, I'd want to be on Blake Shelton's team. Yeah. I, I actually would agree with that. <laughs> and then after that, Travis Scott dropped Utopia and I'm listening to that. <laughs> So how do you feel about that? Now we're on topic I want to talk about. <laughs> yeah, I haven't listened to Country since he dropped Utopia. I like it a lot because I was worried it's going to be more of the same because Astroworld was so good. And then when what was the other one? Cactus Jack came after that? Or what was it? Jack Boys? Jack Boys, yeah. With yeah. The, the labels uh, album. I didn't like that at all. Oh, really? It, oh, it wrong. felt a little bit more of the same, but not as good. It was for having the the other label mates in like Rising Stars. I, I stand by what I said. Okay. It was more of the same but not as good whereas this one I feel is pretty different it feels new and uh, a lot of it I like I think it's uh, if it is a little bit copying too much of Yeezus yes it's definitely I felt like oh he's reaching the, his Yeezus album but but like the same I like, like music I like Yeezus I do like Yeezus and I honestly they had to grow on me yeah this one I'm just like, ever since like Kanye said like oh, Travis copies me I'm like I mean, I can, maybe I see that now and it's like bothering me I get that out of my head like he copies um, Kanye's music and he copies ASAP Rocky's fashion hair. <laughs> Uh, Travis Scott is my favorite rapper. I still, I, I, I'm feeling like, man, do I need to convince myself I like this? I'm in that stage, which is not a good place. I mean, I like. Um, so uh, you play the album. The first song is Hyena, right? Yeah. And it starts. It, that's when, that's when I was like, okay, this is Kanye. Kind of, <laughs> yeah. It starts off with like a chant or like a, a uh, kind of like the spoken word thing. Yeah. But then the bass hits, and it's like, okay, I, I like how different it is compared to what I think of when I think of Travis Scott. Different enough. Like the 
the beats are cleaner and less moody. Huh. Okay. I don't know if that makes sense. They're more hitting and less droning. Ooh. Yeah, like that, you know, that, the, the noising thing makes? Yeah. You yeah. know what I'm talking about? Yeah, I think so. Which it was fine for the Astro World. Like it was good, but enough of that. I, th- I actually, you know what I like? He like sprinkles in almost like an 80s, like English, like style to it. Like, like the, British? Yeah. Like, I don't, I don't know, like Devo style type of sure. kind of yeah. like vignettes in there. Uh-huh. I like those. I'm like, that's at least has, this gives it its own style compared to right. other musicians. Like um, the song, I think it's like the third song, Modern Jam. Yeah. That's really fun. Yeah. That I could definitely, that's probably the most Kanye song on the album. Oh yeah. But I also get like Rhythm Nation feelings about it. What's that? Janet Jackson. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah. What's that? I don't know what that is. Is that country? <laughs> A tall beer, <laughs> rhythm nation. I'm Janet Jackson. <laughs> Um, but yeah, I enjoyed. Uh, what do you have like a favorite song? Yeah, on there? I think was it like like Your Eyes or something like that. Oh really? That that's I, that's um, the one I could play on repeat. That's okay. the one I really love. I like uh, a schizo. I think it's called. That one's really good too. That's actually, really good, yeah. yeah. But like the other songs, I'm just like these are kind of mid. What about like I know that's okay. Okay. The, well, the the one with like the Playboy Cardi fine one. I'm like this is uh, it sounds like a Cardi song. Okay. Yeah. And he does a thing where like none of the features are named on it. Yeah. Too, so you got to figure it out. Right. Right. And and then there's like new guys like this this sounds like future if he has a flu but it's not <laughs> it's, it's not i saw him. this is not him you know that guy i don't know who that is yet <laughs> um distant future distant future <laughs> The past. <laughs> I'll say, um, yeah, I like that. I like Modern Jam a lot. You do like that? Yeah, that's yeah. fun. There's about four that I'm like, I really, really like, and then a couple that I like, and then there are a few like I'm just skipping. The, I think that, that your eyes sound like, man, I love this. Oh, really? Yeah, no, that's okay. fine. All right, well, I'm listening to Country again, so we'll see. Yeah. <laughs> I'm waiting for the Travis Country album. He's from Texas, right? He's from Houston. He's from Houston. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, Astros. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, yeah, I'm gonna keep listening. I think I, I've only listened to the album one go around, and then I've been jumping back to the ones I like. I need to give it another go around. You're like F country now. <laughs> <laughs> it was good for like a couple days. Yeah. <laughs> Um, yeah, anything else you want to talk about? Uh, that's it for me. Well, guys, thank you for tuning in this week. Please don't forget to subscribe again to the Reader Copy Podcast. And if you can, uh, please leave a review. Uh, the best place to do that is on our Apple Podcast page that uh, has the most eyes on it and really helps the show out a lot. And it really does sound like my brother needs some music or recommendations. You can send it to us on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter at the Reader Copy Podcast. He's sick of country ready. He says so. He's, he's sick of it. We need something new. Please follow us over there. I think I'm going to try to get into like reggaeton <laughs> reggae alright alright uh, thank you for tuning in once again can you hit him with the outro if you like what we had to say about the book pick it up and read your copy you sound like your country now read your copy <laughs> alright bye guys <laughs> Error.